Welcome to Fee de Reve, which is French for a dream girl. I created this podcast with the hopes of inspiring and motivating people to go after their own personal goals and their dreams. And I'm telling you right now, if your dream or goal doesn't scare you, it's not big enough. I want to reach my full potential and I want others around me and even people who I haven't had the opportunity to meet yet to live their best life too. So I'm going to be reviewing a lot of books that I think would be beneficial. I am also an author, so in separate podcasts, I might feature some of my material from my own books. Um, The first book I'm going to review, it's called Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. It's by T. Harv Ecker. T. Ecker, E-K-E-R. And I'll start by saying that I want to reach my full potential, my full financial potential. I keep going from having to not having, not having to having. And I feel like my financial thermostat is set for $100,000. Now, a financial thermostat is similar to the thermostat we have in our homes. You can set it for 75 degrees. And if the house drops below 75, the heat will kick in and work until the house has reached 75. If it goes higher and the house becomes too hot, the heat will shut off until it comes back down to 75. Okay, so I wanted to change my financial thermostat. Today, March 15, 2018, I've done that. I am resetting my financial thermostat for $2 million. I know that in order to reach that financial temperature, I have to watch myself, be conscious, observe my thoughts, my fears, my beliefs, my habits, my inactions, and my actions, the things I do and don't do. I am not a cog in a machine. And where I currently work, it seems that that is the case. And that is only because that is what I program myself to be. I program myself to make $100,000, and that's why that is all I make a year. Now I am more conscious, and I am reprogramming myself. I will do no more overtime to build someone else's dream, and I will say that again. No more overtime will be spent building someone else's dream. A lot of what we believe about ourselves comes from other people's beliefs and information and sometimes beliefs aren't absolutely true or definitely false but sometimes opinions are just passed down from generations and that's what beliefs are opinions a lot of them anyway no thoughts live in our heads rent free what we've been taught to believe is only important if we attach meaning to it. So we have to observe our thoughts and entertain only those that will empower us. The mind is like a file cabinet and you only have in it what you're learning and most of it is for survival. Life doesn't just happen to you unless you let it. You can create your life. If you think poor you, then you get to be poor. 
You have to take responsibility for your life and change it. You play a poor victim role. You're not a victim. That's like you, you, you audition to be a poor victim. That's not something that you have to be. It's a decision. You chose to play a victim. People play victims by blaming others. It's everybody's fault but yours. It's your parents' fault for how they raised you. It's your mom's fault for not being there. It's the teacher's fault for not making you pay attention. It's your child's father's fault. It's your child's mother's fault for giving you such a hard time and putting you on child support. It's your supervisor's fault. It's everybody's fault but yours. You have to stop that and take accountability. And then when people don't succeed, they say money isn't important. They try to rationalize not having money. Well, money is important in areas where it works. And it's not important in areas where it doesn't work. You say money isn't important. Well, pay DTE with that. Pay your energy company. Pay your pay Sprint. Pay Metro PCS. Pay AT&T and Verizon Wireless with the thought that money isn't important. What's important to you, love? Pay, pay those companies with that. Pay your car note and your finance companies and your mortgage companies with your love. And let's see how far you get. Money is important in areas where it works. And only a poor person will tell you that they don't feel that it's not important. Um, don't complain or focus on the things that are going wrong in your life right now. I am challenging you not to complain for a whole week. That means think about everything you say before you let it come out your mouth and obliterate all your negative thoughts. Don't let it creep out into the atmosphere. Focus on crap and that's what you're going to attract. If you focus on greatness, then you will attract greatness. Right now, you need to decide what you want your annual income to be. Set your financial thermostat. Where is it now and where do you want it to be? If you want a net worth of $2 million, then set your financial thermostat. But if you're going to be wealthy in life and you want to be rich. If you want a millionaire mind, you have to be unreservedly committed, truly committed to creating wealth or you, the chances is that you won't. And that's what this book expresses. T. Harv Ecker expresses that in this book. So you guys definitely need to go get Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. And now I'm going to read a little bit. To offer further encouragement of why everyone who aspires to be rich should have this book in order to unlearn some things and to store new things in the mental mindsets and file cabinets. Because that's what the mind is. It's just a file cabinet. Are you willing to work 16 hours a day? Because rich people are. Are you willing to work seven days a week and give up most of your weekends? Because rich people are. Are you willing to sacrifice seeing your family, your friends, and give up your recreations and hobbies? Because rich people are. 
Are you willing to risk all your time, energy, and startup capital with no guarantee of returns? Rich people are. For a time, hopefully a short time, but often a long time, rich people are ready and willing to do all of the above. Are you? Maybe you'll be lucky and you won't have to work long, hard, or sacrifice anything. You can wish for that, but I sure wouldn't count on it. Rich people are committed enough to do whatever it takes, period. In other words, the universe will assist you, guide you, and support you, and create miracles for you. But first, you have to commit. You got to commit to being rich and say to yourself every day, I have a millionaire mind. Every decision that you make should be a step in a direction towards achieving the goals you have set for yourself. Every step should be toward the direction of getting that dream accomplished. Put it in front of you, post it over your wall, discuss it as if you already have it. And I'm talking about walls in your house, the walls on your social media pages, the people you come into contact with. Write down why creating wealth is important to you. Write down your financial thermostat, what you're setting at it at what are you willing to give up to get it meet with one person that is going to support you and is going to evoke the power of that commitment so you can create the greater success that you want for you write yourself a letter and commit to becoming a millionaire give yourself a date make sure you share this with somebody that believes in you Make sure those people or that person that believes in you is willing to check in on you. Rich people think big. Poor people think small. And if you got big, rich ideas, then don't expect a poor mind to understand it when you tell them about your ideas. They got penny thoughts and you have a rich mind. So don't expect everybody to understand. But get you one person that supports you. Write down what you plan to do, what you plan to give up to get what you want. And don't stop. Be unreservedly committed. Thanks for listening to the first episode of my show. Now and always, I appreciate your thoughts and feedback about the show. You can reach out to me by leaving a voicemail. And I might include it in an upcoming episode. Again, this review has been from Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Ecker.
Ecker says that rich people see opportunities and poor people see obstacles. Rich people look for ways that they can grow and poor people think about ways that they could lose. They think about the risk instead of focusing on the reward. And it comes down to is the glass half empty or half full? Regardless, two million people starve every year. They die from starvation. If it's half empty or half full, drink that shit. Think positive. Don't allow any complaining, any rationalizing to set up in your mind. Remember, I discussed earlier, no negative thoughts. Think about the things that you say before you release them into the universe and don't put anything negative out. Take responsibility for what's going to happen in your life. Think about your mindset and if it's wrong, then change it. Believe you're going to succeed. Think that the thing that you want for you is already in your possession. Carry yourself as if you've already attained the things you aspire to get. Have confidence in what you can do. Feel as though you're creative enough. And if something does not work, if you should fail, if there is a misstep, if something is undone, if there is a hitch, then find another way, but don't give up. If you want the highest rewards, the risk will be high, but you're not going to think about the risk because that's what poor people do. Think about the opportunities. Don't expect to lose. Don't expect to fail. Take educated risks. Be willing to teach yourself. Don't, don't leave it up to what your parents told you. Their beliefs, don't, don't leave it up to what teachers told you. Don't leave it to me and what I'm telling you to just what Harv T. Ecker. Don't leave it just T. Harv, to what T. Harv Ecker is telling you in this book. You, you got to educate yourself. You got to, oh my God, never stop, stop learning. You're a dwarf standing on the backs of many giants, Napoleon Hill, Zig Ziglar, Les Browns. There's so many people, Rockefeller, Carnegie, Edison, Ford, Oprah, Ellen DeGeneres, Mary Barr, Barack Obama. There are so many people that have been successful. These people are giants that are successful or worth. They're gone. Giants, you're a dwarf, stand on their back. They were once dwarfs too. They grew to be giants. Who better to learn from than them? Poor people will make an excuse and say that they're preparing for an opportunity. They just stalling and wasting time, scared to death. Days turn into weeks, weeks turn into months, months turn into years. Now they old and gray and crippled and blind. And don't even have the energy. Keep rationalizing about situations. Talking about where, oh, it's not enough. I'm still getting ready. Well, guess what? The rich are going to get in, going to get out, make another fortune, find somewhere else to get in, get out, make another fortune. Value self-responsibility. Take some accountability. Focus on what you want. 
and don't think about what you don't want. Universal law states that what you focus on expands. Since the rich focus on opportunities and everything, opportunities, they're bound for them. They got so many gains, the potential for so many gains because they don't see the potential for the losses. They've educated themselves on the risks and they're focusing on the gains. Your field of focus determines what you find in life. So focus on the opportunities and that's what you will find. I hope that you guys will subscribe to this podcast because I'm going to keep on reviewing the secrets of the millionaire mind and hopefully I encourage you to go out and get this book or I impress upon you something that will allow you to take a step further towards achieving your greatness. I'm going to start this off by saying, don't be a hater. (laughs) And T. Harbacker captures this perfect. He says, rich people admire other rich and successful people. Poor people resent rich and successful people. If you resent someone who is wealthy, who's successful, who is rich, you are a hater. You looking at other people's success with resentment, jealousy, and envy. You got to realize if you view people that are rich as bad and you want to be a good person, then you can never be rich. Oh, I'm a good person because I'm not rich. And because they rich, you know, I resent them. I'm jealous. I'm, I'm envy. They're bad. I despise them. That doesn't make sense. You believe rich people make you poor? Rich people took all the money, so it's none left for you. That's victim talk. We talked earlier about not being a victim. Ecker points out that you can't play the victim role unless you want to be the victim. You could talk about resenting the rich, depending on your mood. Falling into a trap can happen to anybody. You, you can fall right into being a hater. Or you can let go of that conditioned belief. Because they're not greedy. They're just deciding how big of the pie they want. And sometimes they want the whole pie, but it's so many pies. Rich people are nice, a lot of them. And a lot of them are generous. They're A lot of them are big donors. They donate a lot. So some saying that all rich people are bad, it's it's ignorant. Ecker talks about one of the philosophy he lives by that comes from the ancient Huna wisdom. It goes like this. Bless that which you want. If you see a person with a beautiful home, bless that person and bless that home. If you see a person with a beautiful car, bless that person and bless that car. If you see a person with a loving family, bless that person and bless that family. And if you see a person with a beautiful body, bless that person and bless their body. You don't get your blessings hating on other people. You got to bless that which you want. That's Huna philosophy. Admire rich people. Bless rich people. Love rich people. And you're going to be one of those rich people too. That's one of his declarations. And I have a millionaire mind. And that's another reason why you should get this book. 